And anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for listening today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 20, beginning at verse 1. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughters, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 17. Then looking in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, beginning at verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Verses 10 through 20, Ephesians chapter 6. Father, thank you once again for the wonderful and blessed opportunity we have of knowing you, and knowing that we have eternal life, thank you, Father, for the privilege of being a part of your family, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for the privilege of being a part of your army, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you, Father, for the opportunity for us to serve you, to hear from you every day as we both listen to your word and your spirit. 
Father, set us on fire fresh of your Holy Spirit. Stir us more and more to be faithful in carrying out the work of the Great Commission, to both be disciples, we're called to both be disciples and to make disciples as well. And Lord, help us to be mindful of one of the high priorities amongst that A very important command is that we're to disciple our children as well. Help us to be diligent in doing the great work of discipling our children, our grandchildren, and the young people that have been placed amongst us and under our care. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer, and Rick is going to lead us in prayer at this time. Father, we're so thankful that we can approach your throne today, and we exalt your precious Son, Jesus, the light of the world, who came down from the glory and wonder of heaven to be nailed to a cross for sinners like us. We thank you for him. Father, we want to live for you today. We want to live out a day that honors you, and we need your strength to do that. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We want to continue to remind and encourage all of our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ listening that we have great reason to rejoice in view of the fact that by the grace of God, the Lord in his sovereignty did overturn Roe v. Wade. And we thank and praise God for that wonderful news. Yet how important it is for us to be mindful that along with our praising and rejoicing, we still have work to do. It's important to know that uh, that decision did not outlaw abortion in our nation It sent the um, Senate back to the states to make uh, legislative decisions on that. And so many states will very quickly have abortion outlawed. But then there are others who sadly seem to be ramping up their ability and the opportunity to provide abortions. So our work is not done. So may we be mindful that we're to continue to pray much for God's work and his word to go forward as we continue to pray to proclaim the importance of us standing boldly for life and against the tragedy of abortion and how important it is that the church recognize that the church should even more than ever before become much more aggressive in coming alongside and supporting the work of pregnancy clinics and other pro-life ministries that are continuing to work hard to stand for life and against abortion. So let us be diligent to continue the work. So we hope that you will do that. Father, thank you for the church. Thank you for the opportunity we have of being able to continue this work of standing for life and standing against the tragedy of abortion. Stir us more and more to be the faithful, diligent warriors on the battlefield, helping to stand for life and helping to come against and to end the tragedy of abortion in our culture and in our world. Help us as the church to be wise enough and committed to aggressively come alongside and support the work, as we mentioned, of pregnancy clinics and other pro-life ministries that are on the front lines. And help us to know, Lord, that we all have our part to play. Help us to seek your guidance, your wisdom, and your direction in discerning what that part is. And help us to be about your business in doing just that. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. Well, we continue to, um, and it's a privilege to do so, but we continue to have some of the young people that have been a part of our Ten Commandments project and specifically, see the uh, gang is all excited because they know we have some more of our guests with us today that participated in the Ten Commandments project pro-life speech contest. We're grateful to have with us today Aaron Entz, who is the mom of three very special young men, uh, Tyson, 
Brody and Zeke. All three of them did great speeches and were a part of this project, did a great job as well. Aaron, Ticey, Brody, and Zeke, thank you all for being with us today. Thank you for having us. All right. A privilege to have you on today. And uh, Aaron, we're going to talk a little bit as mom to you first. Again, we're really grateful that you all uh, took the time and the opportunity to be a part of this project. And of course, without the help of uh, you and your husband, of course, I expect that would never have happened as far as having Tyson, Brody, and Zeke to participate. But as I mentioned, yeah. each of them did a great job with their speeches. And we're we're appreciative of young people that will step to the plate because I would mention this too. <laughs> this is not just a contest. They actually had the opportunity to speak truth in the midst of a time where of course, that was just before this great news of us learning that Roe v. Wade was overturned. But their truth may have helped to make that happen by the grace of God, this, the, the, them speaking up and being willing to speak up and speak truth through their voices as well. So we're grateful. So, so Aaron, as we begin uh, our discussion with you, first uh, I'd want to um, ask you if uh, – well, again, we're grateful that you as the parent were able to be a part of this. How would you say as we begin – how do you think your children have been encouraged in their relationship with Christ uh, as they participated in the Ten Commandments speech uh, contest? Um, <clears throat> so we had just studied the Ten Commandments in school this last year in our homeschool. And so I I was really excited when I saw this come up in the magazine. And um, so I said this would be a good opportunity um, I love to watch them open the Bible and and read, and I told them to find different verses that would talk about abortion. Um, so I think this project gave them the opportunity to look through the Bible and find themselves verses that would talk about abortion. Mm, okay, and so you learned about it through the the AFA stand. Well, it's it's now the AFA stand. It used to be the AFA journal, True. but that's how you learned about it through the journal. Is that correct? Uh huh. Yes. All right. Okay then. Well, uh, again, really glad that you did come across it, and uh, we're grateful that all three of your boys chose to be a part of it. Were you surprised that any one or each of them chose to be a part of this contest? Um, no, I wasn't surprised. I brought it up to them first and, um, they, yeah, and we talked about it together and I shared how well I thought they would do with it. And since we'd learned, just learned about it, I knew that it would be fresh in their minds and, and I think they were, they were glad to do it. Mm, that's good. You know, uh, the part of asking that sort of question, of course, is obviously both you and your husband, you, you know, your children. And sometimes you might think, mm-hmm. well, this one might, but the other one, oh, he or she wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. But on the other hand, again, sometimes children will step up to the plate. And so we're grateful that all three of them did chose to be a part of it. Uh, can you yeah. share? Um, I'm sorry, are we about to say something else? Oh, no, I wasn't. Go ahead. Okay. How do you think that any child or youth could benefit from participating in a project like this? I think this project gives kids the opportunity to read the Bible and look up things for themselves because they might not see how the Bible is relevant to um, issues that are going on today. So that's why I really liked this this contest that you had because it, it gave kids 
the opportunity, I guess, to just look and, and see what the Bible says about problems that are in the world today. Right, right. And, you know, Aaron, something I'd mentioned that you just alluded to, you know, just, and that's so neat that as a parent that you're encouraged and blessed when you see your children getting into the Word. You know, something that I really like to r- remind and encourage parents of, a wonderful habit in every Christian home is when a parent will daily have their children to read the Word of God. And I like to encourage a goal of three mm-hmm. chapters out loud daily, but if the parent is wise enough to have their children read the Word out loud to them every day because the parent knows God's Word is being planted in their mind, in their heart, you know, because sometimes when parents say, well, Johnny or Debbie, go to your room and read your Bible. They might mm-hmm. do it, and they might go to the room and play video games, you know. But the fact yeah. is when the parent has the child read to them, they know what's happening, but also it's a time of discipleship between them and their child. So it can be not only fruitful but very special and an encouraging and endearing time between the parent and the child as well. So so um, yeah. uh, one, one additional question I'd like to ask you as well, what would you say are some insights you believe the Lord has taught you about helping and encouraging your children in their walk with Christ through their participation in this project? Well, I think um, children look up to your to us more than we know, and setting a good example, both the mom and the dad, of seeing us read their Bi- read our Bible and pray out loud is a good example to them. And um, yeah, that's why I like this this contest that you have. Just giving us all the opportunity to, to look up stuff together. Mm, that's good. That's good. Well, uh, again, we're grateful that you all did. And we're coming up on a break. But on the other side of the break, uh, we're going to give you a chance to pray for parents uh, that might be listening and parents as just in general, that they would grow in their understanding of making this a priority. So, And we're going to hear from the speeches from each of the guys as well. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guests today are Aaron Ensign, and our three sons, uh, Tyson, Brody, and Zeke. We'll be right back.
music of Toby Mac with It's You. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We're privileged to have as our phone guest today Aaron Ensign, our three sons, uh, Tyson, Brody, and Zeke, and they each participated in our Ten Commandments Project Pro-Life Speech Contest. So, Aaron, as we begin this segment, I'm going to ask if we'll start off, if you would... Would you pray for parents to grow in their understanding of the high priority of discipling our children? Would you do that, please? Yes, I would love to. Okay. Dear God, thank you for today and the opportunity to be on the radio and talk about you. Thank you for the freedoms we have um, to talk about you. And I pray for other parents as they disciple their children. Give us patience in our day-to-day lives. Help us to live for you. We love you, Jesus, and amen. 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 Thank you. And so we're going to talk briefly to begin with. We're going to start off with Zeke. And um, Zeke, how are you doing today? Good. That's good. Now, how old are you, Zeke? Nine. You're nine. All righty. All right. Well, we're going to listen to your speech, your uh, Ten Commandments pro-life speech, and then I'm going to come back and we're going to get a chance to ask you a few questions. So we're going to hear now from Zeke as he shares his pro-life speech contest. Have no other gods before me, not make unto thee any graven image, not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor thy father and mother. Don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't bear false witness against thy neighbor, and don't covet. Hi, my name is Zeke, and I'm nine years old, and I'm going to tell you how abortion is bad. Killing babies is very bad. Let me tell you some verses about abortion. Jeremiah one five. Before I formed you in the, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Genesis one twenty seven. So God created mankind in His own image. In the image of God, He created them, male and female. He created them. The Ten Commandments say not to murder. So if you kill a baby, you're breaking the Ten Commandments law. People think that if a baby's in your mom's stomach. They're not a human yet, so they just kill it. That's why I think abortion is bad. All right, Zeke. Powerful speech. Thank you so much again just for sharing that. So, Zeke, first I want to just ask you the question. Uh, wh- why, do you, why did you decide to get involved with the Ten Commandments Pro-Life, Pro-Life Speech Contest? What made you decide to do that? My mom told me about it, and since we studied the Ten Commandments in school, I thought I could do. I thought I could do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's Red the Rooster. He was excited apparently that you did it, and of course, hearing your speech as well. So you did a great job, Zeke. So thank you again for choosing to be involved. Did you learn anything uh, from being a part of this project that you didn't already know when you, as you were doing your research and as you were studying your Bible? Did you learn anything new? Uh, no, I think I knew all of it already. Okay. Well, that's good that you were that well-informed before you even got started. But keep in mind, you know, when other people had a chance to hear your speech and are hearing it even through this broadcast, they will be blessed and encouraged by the Word of God that you shared and the wisdom you shared as well. So uh, how has being involved in this project helped you grow in your relationship with Jesus? It helped me read the Bible more. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. And, you know, it's always good. We really do appreciate uh, having and having young people to come on and read Scripture because 
I don't think any of us can overemphasize how important it is for us to be students of God's Word, believers who read and meditate on God's Word daily. So, again, we do appreciate that, Zeke. Zeke, you were going to read for us, I believe, Psalm 121, correct? Okay, please go right ahead. Lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. All right, Zeke, you're a great reader as well. So thank you again for being with us today, and thank you for sharing your speech. We do appreciate that very much. Next, we are going to hear from Brody. And Brody, uh, how are you doing today? Good. That's good. Good to have you on today. Now remind us, Brody, how old are you? I'm 11. You're 11. Okay, then. Okay, do you have any hobbies or anything you'd like to tell us about? Um, I like math, and I like to play baseball. Math and baseball. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to hear your speech, Brody, and then we're going to come back and ask you a few questions, okay? Okay. Have no other gods before me, not make unto thee any great image. Don't take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor thy mother and father, not murder, not steal, not commit adultery, not bear false witness against thy neighbor, and not covet. Hi, my name is Brody, and I'm 11 years old. I'm against abortion because you're basically killing babies. It says in Genesis 9, 6, Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. It means if you kill someone, you deserve to die. Killing babies is not good. And in Psalms 139, 13 through 14, it says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your words, your works and wonderful, I know that full well. All right. That's Howard, the heavenly-minded horse. He really appreciated your speech as well there, Brody. Great job. Great job. So... Uh, Brody, you, you sound like a bold television preacher. So, again, we appreciate you sharing today. A uh, few questions I want to ask you as well, Brody. Uh, why did you choose to get involved in the Ten Commandments Pro-Life Speech Contest from your own perspective? Well, my mom told me about it, and I thought it would be fun. So I did it, and it was fun. Hmm. You know, I appreciate you sharing that, too, you know, because it is fun to serve Jesus, to follow Jesus, and to be a witness for him as well. You're exactly right. So appreciate you sharing your thoughts and your, your heart on that. Okay. Uh, next, tell me this. Was anything that you learned new that you didn't already know as you prepared, as you both did your Bible research and as you prepared? Anything that you learned new at all? Uh, not really. I already knew abortion was bad, and or I didn't know that there were so many uh, verses about uh, killing and stuff, though. Hmm. So you did learn that there were more verses than you knew about addressing yeah. this matter. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. It's good that you learned and grew in your understanding of the, the fact that Scripture does speak significantly to that. So, okay. Well, how would you say uh, being involved in this project helped you grow in your relationship with Jesus? 
Um, I've read the Bible more, and and our family is actually starting to read some ver- of the Bible together too. Mm. Well, that is great. That is great. I'm glad to hear that. So, thank you, thank you for sharing that. What are some things you think? The church could do to help more children and young people both come to know Christ and grow in their faith in Jesus. What would you say are some things the church could do? Um, th- uh, most of the times there's Sunday school, and I think the parents should take uh, their kids to big church sometimes. Like I, um, I normally go to the normal church with my parents a lot, and it's it's uh, cool hearing the pastor. Well, that's good. I bet your pastor would be excited to hear you say that. Uh, I, I imagine he really, really would. So, okay. What are some uh, important things for children and young people to pray about and to pray for in our world today? What would be what would be some things you think that would be wise for children and youth to pray for and about? It's good to pray for abortion and other people who are who are suffering, and it's good to pray for our president and everyone else in the White House. Mm. And that's it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you then. Uh, Would you take time now to pray for young people and children uh, that might be listening, and even for others that may not be listening as well, but just young people and children in our culture today? Okay. Dear God, um, please help people all around the world um, who are listening and not listening to uh, get the word of the Lord, and please help them turn to be a Christian so they can go to heaven. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brody. Now, you were going to share a scripture with us today as well, right? Yep. Okay, and I think it's Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 to 16? Yes. All right, go right ahead. For the word of God is living and active, sharper sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and, and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts of an, and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes to whom we must give account. Since we have great high priests who have passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession— for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who is every respect has let tempted as we are yet without sin. All right. Thank you, Brody. You're an excellent reader as well, and we appreciate you sharing that as well. That's Kitty the Church Cat. She appreciated your reading scripture as well. So thank you so much. Now we're going to move to Tyson. Uh, Tyson, how are you doing today? Good. That's good. Good to have you today. And tell us how old you are, Tyson. I'm 13. Okay. Did you say 13 or 17? 13. 13. 13. Okay. All right. Did you do you have any hobbies or anything you'd like to tell us about uh, you know, that you have today? Um, I'm a brown belt in martial arts. Okay. Okay. So your friends don't need to make you mad. Okay. All righty. Okay. Well, uh, Tyson, we're going to hear, let's see. Yeah, we're going to listen to your speech, and then we're going to come back and um, get a chance to talk to you as well. Shall have no other gods before me, not make unto thee any graven image, not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor thy father and mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God 
give you a thief, you shall not murder, not commit adultery, not steal, not bear false witness against thy neighbor, and not covet. Hello, my name is Tyson, I'm 13 years old, and I will be talking about why abortion is wrong. Jeremiah 1.5 says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to all the nations. The first half of this verse applies to everybody. The second half applies to the prophet Jeremiah. In the first part, God reveals that when he creates a person, it is from a plan that he has developed, that he's developed before he began forming them in the womb. He not only knows what he's going to make, he actually knows a person as though they have already been made. Psalm 139, 13-16 says, For you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that fully well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in a secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. This verse means God's character goes in, into the creation of every person. Matthew 5.21 says, You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable for judgment. Leviticus 24.17 relates to this. Whoever takes the life of a human shall surely be put to death. These are all the reasons why I think abortion is wrong. All right, Tyson. Excellent speech. Powerful speech. I appreciate you sharing that so much then. So just to ask you a few questions as well, Tyson. And uh, now I want to ask you this question as well. What made you decide to get involved with the Ten Commandments Pro-Life Speech Contest as well? Uh, My mom brought it to my attention, and I thought it would be fun to do and try and encourage others. Mm. Well, I would say this too, Gwen. Well, all three of you fellows, be sure and thank and praise the Lord for your encouraging mom who apparently encouraged each of you. That's a great thing. And when you have a mom that's wise enough to encourage you to get involved with good things. So we're glad that she encouraged you and each of your brothers to get involved. Again, y'all, you each did a great, great job. So you see, still hear excitement in the background about each of the speeches. So again, we really, glad, we really are glad that you did decide to get involved. Uh, now, what about you, Tyson? Uh, did you learn anything new that you didn't already know as you were doing your Bible research and other research for your speech? Uh, no, not really. Okay, then. So you were just kind of going over things you already knew. Well, again, that's a good thing still. Just the fact that you would take true take truths and insights that you already knew and understood and were willing to share them in a speech. Because keep in mind, just like your speech as well as a Brody and Zeke speech, thousands of people will get to hear it today on the broadcast. So we're grateful that you did take the time to do that. We're coming up on a break, and we'll pick up on the other side. Our phone guests today are Aaron Entz and her three sons, Tyson, Brody, and Zeke. We'll be right back. Give us a day 
from the Walls Group with The Prayer. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guests today are Aaron Entz, who's the mother of three fine young men, Tyson, Brody, and Zeke, and they each participated in our Ten Commandments Project Pro-Life Speech Contest. And uh, uh, Tyson, picking up uh, once again with you, um, an additional question I'd like to ask you is, how would you say your being uh, involved with the Ten Commandments Project has helped you to grow in your walk with the Lord? Uh, it helps me reading more verses and improving my Bible knowledge so I can share the Word with others. Mm, that's good. That's great. That's great. Okay. Well, what are some things you think uh, the Church could do to help more young people, both, both children and young people, both come to be saved as well as grow up in their faith. What would be some suggestions that come to your mind that you think would be good things for the church to do to really reach more children and youth? Um, send missionaries to foreign places and other lands and hire good pastors to teach about it. Mm. That's Both of those are great ideas, great ideas. They can, of course, missionaries can reach both children and adults in other communities and other nations of the world as well as, of course, actually, and of course, we really need missionaries here in our own nation as well, too. So that's a great idea, great idea. So what are some important things that you'd suggest that children and young people should pray for with all that's going on in the world today? What are some things you would say it would be wise for them to pray for? The economy and world leaders Mm. uh, to make good choices. That's right. That's right. Uh, we always need to pray for leaders. The Word of God tells us to pray for our leaders, for those who are in authority as well. And, of course, obviously, our economy can use a lot of prayer today as well. So thank you. Thank you for that wisdom, Tyson. Okay. So, Tyson, would you take a time now specifically to pray whatever's on your heart for children and young people in our culture and in our world? Would you lift them up in prayer? Dear God, thank you that we got to be on this podcast today and that we learned why abortion is wrong, and that anybody listening to this and is wanting abortion will consider keeping a child to raise it. I also pray for young people to stay true to God's Word throughout their life and not turn away from the truth. Please help them stay committed to living a life of Christ and set a good example to others. Amen. 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 Thank you, Tyson. And you too were going to read for us uh, from, uh, I believe, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 to 9, correct? Yes. All right. Please go right ahead. These are the commandments, decrees, and laws of the Lord your God directed me to teach you and you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, the children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God, that you may enjoy long life. Hear, O Israel, and be careful to obey, that it may go well with you, and that you may increase greatly in the land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord 
the God of your fathers promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give to you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road. When you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them to your, on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 9. All right, Tyson, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, um, I didn't realize you were going to read that until you had mentioned that earlier. And I really appreciate you uh, sharing it in there because it's so relevant to what we're talking about. And one of the powerful truths, one of many powerful truths in that, in those, just those short nine verses, is that one thing that's very clear, God wants us to realize that as we hear his word, and as we live in and as we teach it to our children and our grandchildren, it blesses our life and makes life richer and more blessed for everyone involved. And so, and just reading instead, that's a good passage for any parent to study, Deuteronomy 6, verses 1 through 9. So again, Tyson, I appreciate you sharing that particular passage. So, and to all of our parents listening, something I want to continue to remind, it's something I may say say pretty regularly here on the broadcast, and it's something that Aaron has touched on, and actually each of the fellows in one way or another has alluded to in their words of wisdom that they shared as well. When a parent is wise enough to make it a high priority every day to have their children to read the Word of God out loud to them, keep in mind you're planting the eternal Word of God in the soil of their hearts. God's Word is eternal. And when you plant eternal seeds of his word in their hearts, it has wonderful, wonderful fruit. And so one of the most fruitful activities in all of life is that of reading and studying the word of God. And so that's one more reason why we're grateful to have families like Aaron and her sons on today. Because as they read God's word, they bless and encourage others. And something I like to remind people of often, that young people inspire other young people. And young people inspire adults as well. And so as the youth that we have on this broadcast come on and read the Word of God, it does. it is an opportunity to inspire other youth to get into the Word of God more and to read more consistently. So we're grateful for that. So um, in the remaining time that we have, Aaron, again, thank you so much for you and your fellas, uh, you and the boys coming on to be with us on the broadcast. Um Aaron, specifically what I want to ask you to do is, would you pray for the church to grow in their understanding of the need to really equip parents to be faithful disciple makers, especially with their own children? So would you pray for the church and pastors in particular in pursuing this, please? Okay, sure. Dear Lord, um, I just pray for the churches um, all over the world. Lord, help them to um, just stand up for you when this world is getting getting ever increasing increasingly against you. Lord, help them to stand up for you. Um, help them to um, come alongside parents and teach them how to how to teach their their children. And um, help us to make time for you and to read the Bible and to not get too busy in this world and just to to always. Um, stand up for you. And amen. 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 Thank you, Aaron. Uh, now, Tyson, one additional scripture 
uh, I, you were going to read for us uh, Psalm 1. You know, that's a, Psalm 1 is, of course, the, the first psalm, obviously, in the book of Psalms, uh, the longest book in the Bible. But also it's a book, it's, a, it's the chapter in Psalms or the division of Psalms that introduces us to the whole rest of the book. And it keys on the importance of being a student of God's Word. So would you take time now, Tyson, to read Psalm 1, okay? Blessed is the one who does not walk in the steps with the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. For those who delight in the laws of the Lord, and who meditates on his law every day and night, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields his fruit in season, and his leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked, they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteousness. For the Lord watches over the ways of the righteous, but the ways of the wicked leads to destruction. All right. Thank you, Tyson, for reading that additional scripture. Again, you're an excellent reader as well, so thank you for taking the time. Uh, I'm going to ask if either Tyson or Brody, uh, anything else on your heart that you'd like to pray for about? our nation, our world. Would you, either one of you fellows, pray one more time for us before our time ends today? Okay, I will. Okay. Dear God, um, again, thank you for letting us be on this podcast. It was really fun. And please help our economy and uh, the state uh, help us in this time that we need because Everything's kind of going bad right now. Uh, please help us. Um, and uh, please help this world become better. Amen. 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 Thank you for praying for our nation and our world. We do appreciate that. Aaron, one last prayer I'm going to ask if you'll pray before our time runs out today. Would you pray for there are many people who seem to be so upset, sadly upset, that Roe v. Wade was overturned and those people, their greatest need is to know Jesus, to be quite honest. And so it's sad to see they're reacting so so sadly to a wonderful thing that's happened, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Would you pray for those individuals? Yes, okay. Dear Lord, I pray for um, the people who are upset at this at the court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Lord, their hearts are are just far away from you, and I, I pray for them to change, for their heart to change, for us as Christians to um, be loving, and um, for them to see that we are different, help them to, um, just for their hearts to change, and amen. 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 And Father, to thank you for your sovereignty over the lives of all the many people and so many in our culture that seem to be all so upset over such a wonderful thing. Father, send forth laborers amongst them who would clearly proclaim the gospel to them. I pray that they would come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior and come to the knowledge of the truth and therefore come to realize that the overturning of Roe v. Wade was a wonderful thing, a blessing, a tremendous blessing. And Father, Lord, I pray that, Lord, not only for this nation, but Lord, thank you for all the nations of the world. Send forth more laborers into all the nations of the world that persons that would proclaim the gospel so that people would come to be saved. 
And Lord, more and more, open the eyes of people, not only in our nation, but in nations all over the world to see, Lord, that it's your will that every precious child be given the opportunity to live their life and live out their destiny that you ordained for them before they were ever born. Stir the church to be the bold, gracious, love-filled church you've called it to be. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a great day to be saved. If you'd like to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior and be saved, would you simply pray this prayer with me right now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come anew into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you would have me to be. Lord, you said in your word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, We'd very much like to hear from you. Uh, My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share some literature with you and some resources that'll help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We really would like to be in touch. So again, my email, just simply email me at joseph at afr.net. Well, again, Aaron and Tyson, Brody and Zeke, thank you all so much for being with us today. We really appreciate you coming, okay? Yes, thank you very much. All right, and and we will look forward to having uh, you you young men back to read Scripture in the future, you know, as your schedule permits. I know you're probably busy these days, but if we can get you back on, we'll look forward to that. And hope that all of our listeners will pray much for Aaron and her son, for their whole family as they continue to serve the Lord as they do. Thanks for listening. We ask also that you'd continue to pray for the Ten Commandments Project as it's an ongoing discipleship project that we hope will continue to touch many young people and families, encouraging them to come to know Christ and to grow stronger in Him. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.